Hello and welcome to Jen's XYZ Podcast. This space is created for ethnical diverse content creators to discuss generational challenges, rivals, and breakdown. It is a safe space for voices to vibrate and collaborate while bridging the generational gaps with engaging dialogues on controversial topics, music, politics, religion, business, relationships, mental health, social justice, and equalities. We plan to have real talk to transform lives. So join us. I'm your host, Denise Hankson Lawrence, with Kelly, Danielle, Rachel, Robin, and Gabriel. So again, this is Jen's XYZ Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Jen's XYZ Podcast. We are back again. And I'm not going to do the long intro. You know who we are. We've talked to you guys over and over. So I will just go ahead and hand the mic over to our dear Kelly. Because today we're going to talk about procrastination. This is not a secret. So don't act like it wasn't you because we all did it. Hey guys, what's up? Thanks, Rachel, for passing the mic to me. That's wonderful. But anyway, tonight we're going to talk about procrastination. I know we all do it. I don't know one person who doesn't procrastinate. Um, For me, it's like, why do we procrastinate? I think I have my answer, but I want to hear from you guys first. (laughs) Just to see, you know, if anyone else feels or has the same reasons that I have them. So, Denise. Why, Why do you think me? people procrastinate? Because you know we just going around the table at this point. So <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no be, because <laughs> listen, oh, I was about to procrastinate on me. that answer. <laughs> it's the wisdom, sister Denise. On that answer, okay. It's the wisdom. We need your wisdom. Sure. Okay. So here we go. Procrastination. Obviously, we know what that means. Delay, right? But I think. Many times we we procrastinate because it grows out of discouragement. And that's what I'm going to say on that piece until we come back around the table. I never think of it that way. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know personally for me, a lot of times I procrastinate because I just don't feel like putting in all that time and energy. Like sometimes I'm just tired. I'm like, "Mm, it's not due just yet. I have like, you know, a couple more days. And I don't know, for some reason I work well under pressure. Maybe that's not a good thing. I mean, I do within reason because there are some things you can't procrastinate. You just have to get it done. But the things that I know I can procrastinate, I will push to the limit. I'm gonna be honest, I do it. Same here. You know, the, the thing where they say, why put off what you can do now? Mine is put it off until you, there's no choice but to do it. <laughs> that is my motto. I salute that message. Do you, especially in school, do you know how many, like, 10 plus page papers that got done within, like, five hours spans before class yeah those were some real good papers not gonna lie and then some people I you know when you have to do the peer review and you're like you worked on this all week you sure see pressure sometimes is good sometimes not so much but yeah I don't know it's like putting that clock on you and it's like (laughs) 
yeah. This is like, you know, diamonds are created by pressure. That pressure uh-huh. made wonderful things happen <laughs> for school. Work. Like that pressure to oh, a hospital. Really? That pressure We're going to talk about that. Ooh. All right, Kelly, Kelly and Gabriel, you got to jump in here because I'm going to go back to what I was talking about earlier, but I'll wait for Kelly and Gabriel to give their piece. Gabe, go ahead because I'm just... <laughs> go well, ahead, Gabe. I think uh, procrastination I wrote down um, can come from two methodologies you could approach it. You can describe procrastination as a pathology or procrastination as a pathway. And what I mean by that is procrastination, you can perceive it as exclusively being something negative, meaning a pathology, something that's like, oh, a negative trait you need to remove, right? So when you view procrastination as a pathology, you, you don't allow yourself to perceive it as having any potential benefit. So you end up in this zero sum game as you perceive procrastination, where sometimes I think of procrastination as more like a, a ripening. So wine, at the beginning stages, the grapes are young, right? So it's more tart and sour. And we understand the best wines are ripened over long periods of time. So we may perceive the waiting period that we wait from the wine to, from its inception to its final development as a delay, right? But if we had a pathological approach to that, we would never be able to consume some of the finest wines ever. It wouldn't be such a big market behind uh, the development of wine, which. I mean, one of its founding factors is the notion of delay or waiting, right? And with the increased delay in waiting, there is an increased perceived value. So a lot of times, I think for our generations especially, uh, we've pathologized what procrastination really is when it can actually be used as a pathway to help as long as you're being responsible. So I'll add that caveat. If you're being responsible during this uh, delay process, during this waiting process, Sometimes you're just waiting for that one moment. And a lot of times people who uh, have sudden rises to power or who have sudden um, just uh, good fortune or, or blessings come into their lives, they always seem to have this idea that um, things came along right at the right time, you know? And it's not necessarily uh, adhering to like a standardized model of success where, okay, in three years, I'm supposed to be here. And then I'm supposed to be here. And then six months, you know, if you have this standardized modeling of success, you may, you know, strike before the iron's hot or strike after versus allowing kind of for the cycles of time to kind of uh, make a pathway out of procrastination. I like what you said, Gabe. I really, really like what you said. I like that twist on it. It's showing the two angles. Um, but I'm going to play the other end, right? So I'm going to go on the other end of it um, to add to what I said earlier. And I wrote down um, a little bit more on what I said. When I said that procrastination often grows out of discouragement, I, I say that because sometimes we become discouraged, right? So when we get discouraged, we stop finding reason for doing what we know we can do. Right. So when I said that, that's what I mean, is that we get to a place sometimes where we're so discouraged and we stop finding that meaning and that purpose and reason to do what we can do, the things that we can do. And from a spiritual perspective, when you look at it now, what God will do, oftentimes he'll just allow us to go on our own way and then suffer the consequences of those choices. So sooner or later, we basically then discover that, you know, go through this process then now where, um, 
in a way, procrastination, when, it, when you talk about from that perspective or purpose or potential, procrastination then becomes the serious enemy to our potential. So that's the angle that I'm taking it from in terms of purpose and why we're here, why we exist, our potential. We always hear people talk about maximize your potential or, oh, this person died and they had so much potential. And I think sometimes procrastination becomes that enemy for that. So from that perspective is what I'm coming from. But I love your twist on it, putting that um, spin on it and talking about the process and the betterment of you know that long period. But to touch on some of what the other ladies has shared on about waiting till that last minute, I used to do that too in college. I used to do that in high school. I, to, I do that even when I was preaching in my early years of it. And what I realized then, I didn't know the power of it, what God had shared with me then, but now I get it, is that while you still get the job done, here's the thing. And it's what he shared with me. While you still get the job done, you miss out on the, um, the blessing of that season. So in other words, okay, take for example, uh, my journal was completed from last year. Last year, this time I already did my journal. My journal just went live on Amazon this week. The journal was completed. It just went live this year. From last year, this time it was already completed. It just went live for sale. Why? So even though I put it out, right? It was already written. It was, the cover was designed. The, the publisher published it. It was sitting on Amazon. All I had to do was press live. I miss out on a lot of things that could have happened because I didn't release it in the site. I still did it. So the thing is, when you have that assignment, you're saying you still complete it. Yes. And you may get a favorable grade, but the, the pressure the stress and everything that came with doing it at that last minute, you walk away with a temporary blessing and you miss out on that fulfillment. That's how the Lord revealed it to me that you still get the job done, Denise, but the level of blessing that you were supposed to receive, the level of anointing, the level of success for it or whatever it is that you were supposed to get, you didn't get it because you missed the season. You still completed it but you miss that particular moment. So I think sometimes that's why I say procrastination can, it, um, it eats away from the very core of your time and motivation. And so when it comes to the sense where you are discouraged about something, you then now find yourself reason for not doing something that you can do. That's how procrastination can become now the enemy against your potential. So that's, that's my take on that, where that's concerned. But I like your spin on that, Gabe. Definitely. Uh, I think there, uh, other than those two, there's other ways to procrastinate too. Um, some people I know they uh, take on more and more projects. So that way they, they purposely take on more products to delay the one they should be working on. So then they could say that they're busy. So that way they can do it later. Uh, and uh, or like one of the things I do sometimes when it comes to my art specifically is sometimes I get too many ideas when I know there's one I should be working on right now, but then I get so many ideas and then it's like I get ADD and I don't know which one to work on. So then 
I end up not working on any or doing something completely different than I should be doing anyways. Uh, so that's one way I procrastinate. But I don't like what I was saying before. Um, and I am queen procrastinator, but I don't do the whole writing paper to the last minute anymore. That was extremely stressful sometimes, like counting down the seconds till it's time to put it in. Like paper due at 11.59 is 11.58 and I'm still doing my conclusion. So sometimes it was a little bit too stressful, but um, I don't go to that extreme anymore, but I, I do delay a lot. And uh, like you said, sometimes it's out of discouragement. And I think sometimes that discouragement is also part of fear because you don't want to fail at it either. I'm glad you said that. I'm going to jump in before Kelly even say something on that because I figured you were going that way. And you are right. Procrastination does come in sometimes because of even past failures, right? So too often we get in this phase where we're not as willing as we want to be, right? We're, we're not willing, or I should say we're unwilling then to take the risk of what needs to be done in the present. So the present thing that we have to do because of the fact that we failed at something in the past as well. So sometimes procrastination comes through that because we failed at something before. So we have this present thing that we have to do, but it's like, we start thinking about the past and it's like, ah, it failed in the past. So we put it off. Um, I can identify what you're saying, Robin, about having to do something now, like I have this plan that I need to get this uh, program out for people to join on this coaching thing I'm going to do for next month. And every day I've said, Denise, just send out the thing, send out the thing. I went on social media. I posted everything else, but that thing today, I posted maybe 10 different items today on all different platforms. The thing I was supposed, I didn't post it. And I, I don't think it's fear, but I'm trying to convince myself, well, Maybe you shouldn't post it because you don't want everybody to come. Maybe you should just send it to particular people. And I'm going through all this thing, trying to tell them, but it's procrast I'm just procrastinating about, well, what is it that's causing me not to do it? I don't really think it's fear, but there's something. And it's not something that I can't do. It's not something that I'm not capable of doing. I could do that thing. I could teach that thing with my eyes closed. I could teach a thing without even opening my mouth. But why is it that I'm finding such a hard time just to create, hey, join me on this link at this time. That's all I have to do. I don't need graphics or anything, but I just can't get around to doing it. Maybe, so it's, what you, maybe it's what you, you've spoken about it before. Instead of fear of failure, maybe it's the fear of success. That's exactly it. That's it. That's what I think it is. Because you can so you can talk, girl. You can talk, okay? <laughs> All right. I've I've known you since what early double digits. You can speak on pretty much anything. I can listen to you talk about the alphabet. Okay. So you got this. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you that link too. Kelly, <laughs> what say you, Kelly? Yeah, um, all of these ideas are very like Gabriel never thought of it um the way how you um came up with it but I do identify more with what Denise was saying as far as like how my relationship with procrastination is there is a little bit of discouragement there is a lot of overthinking so like Robin you're like okay this idea then this idea and you just like all of a sudden you have a whole library of ideas 
and you forgot the first thing you thought. <laughs> so that's with me. And also there's a little bit of fear of success. I, if, you know, we spoke about success before and the idea of it um, and how the world portrays success to be uh, and how challenging that is in today's world of social media and, you know, what you see on, on social media, like on Instagram, for example, for me, it's just like, okay, I'm supposed to do this thing and I don't have much knowledge on it. So that just urges me. Or so many people do this. Why would they choose me? You know, so maybe I shouldn't do it right now. You know, um, and it's just, I gotta stop overthinking. Overthinking, I feel like is one of my enemies right now because I would just be in my mind, just flowing and nothing comes out materially. So do any of you guys overthink things that, you know, you know you're supposed to do, you know you're supposed to do, God has shown it to you 1,200 different ways and you're still like, I mean, geez. And it's so easy to tell someone else, just do it. Like, what the heck is your problem when they come to you? Just like, listen, man. It's it's (laughs) always telling you, I don't know. It's helping someone else is always easier than helping yourself. Yeah. Why is that? I have no clue. Because you could, it's like you see someone else, they could be in the same exact position you are in. You could see the clearest path for them. You could take the same exact path, but you don't see it for yourself. <laughs> I think that's very interesting. It makes me think of the idea of projection. Again, people hear the word projection and, and pathologize that as something negative. But the fact that you see the good in other people or you're able, you have the gift to see like, oh man, you're so talented at this, this and that. You will make a great such and such. You know, We all know those type of people. But those people are able to access that and you guys are able to do the same thing because you're projecting your future on to other people. It's like giving people some of your energy to help them go along as well. And you just need to realize that you need to extract that energy that you're giving everybody else and kind of point it at yourself. So I do the same thing. I'm very good at assessing people I meet, I know, and I can give them a calendar of what to do in 30 days to turn their whole life around. But it seems like that always tends to lag for me, Um, more so in the past than recently, because I'll get to my next point being, I think the reason why we procrastinate is because there's something unresolved in the past. So while you guys were talking, I kind of scribbled out a diagram here of the past and the future, right? Uh, And then also failure and success. And I put these two things together because I think we always perceive the success as in the future and the failure is always in the past, right? But then I think with, with unresolved fears and things like that, the failure and the past spill over into the future. So the future that we actually want is filled with things from our past. That's why we procrastinate. And that's why it's it's causing like this lag for our reality. So you'll have this fine future uh, planned out for yourself, but because you don't have resolved feelings from the past and which which we perceive as failure, it spills forward into the future plans as well. So I think a major key to uh, knocking down procrastination as like a negative experience is resolving 
the things that we perceived as failures in the past so they don't spill over into the future because we all know about like, oh, I plan to do this, I plan to do that. And what prevented it from happening or, or um, like Denise mentioned with like missing the boat or missing a window is because kind of like Erica Badu said with bag lady, you're being lagged by past, past trauma, past pain, past, you know, fears, and it's affecting the future. And it's, it's affect, affecting the now, you know what I mean? So I think a major key to uh, kind of combating procrastination is resolving the past for ourselves. So basically, maximize your, oh, so basically, I know Rachel is going to go. So basically, sum that up, you're saying then to maximize your potential or to maximize your life, we must then let the past be the past. Mm -hmm, to rebalance it. Yeah, go ahead, Rachel. I want to say to add to what um, you said, Gabe, the biggest one is stop making excuses. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a lot of times we can find 110 excuses for why not. And it's like, okay, so then why? Mm -hmm. And then they ask you why, and you can't give a reason why because you've already made up all these scenarios in your head to tell yourself all the reasons why you cannot do that like you it's so convenient like it's you make it so perfect and you convince yourself and you start really believing those things and those scenarios and those excuses and you know you and then when you really pay attention like I can say that I can I've done it but it's like when you finally take that next step and you just say I'm gonna stop making those excuses and you start to see the progress you make, then you realize like, wow, like why have I been sitting on this for so long? Like, why didn't I just get to it and get it done? So yeah, stop making those excuses and get to it. Facts. Yes, ma'am. Don't be talking to me like that though. <laughs> Yo, Robin. <laughs> She's trying to scold you out here on public radio. <laughs> right. <laughs> stop making them excuses. And that tone of voice, like, stop making them excuses. That's the reason <laughs> Calling why. Calling me out. Well, you know what? That's it, too. Sometimes we procrastinate because of the opinion of others. Okay, Rachel? Okay. <laughs> so your opinion can cause me to procrastinate. You know right what? Now. Don't be a stumbling block today, Denise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. <sighs> Keep making but those excuses. Let me listen, know how it works. Better late than never. Okay, baby. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Check me in 10 years from now. <laughs> I understood the assignment. Do you? <laughs> oh, no. Now, Kelly, can you kind of like bring some sanity to this thing a little bit for us, please? Because they're listening and be like, okay, I done lost it now. I was on low world with Gabriel and then this one <laughs> throw me off. Come on, Kelly, bring us, bring us in somewhere. Yeah, I'll bring you guys in, you know, I'll bring you in. As tired as I am, I'll bring you in. <laughs> um, so Gabriel, you made a really good point about the past. I think that's like, I like envisioned what that looked like in my mind and it was like whoa <laughs> like and I started thinking of all the things in the past that like I failed at and I never really worked hard on it or just forgot about it and to this day I'm still like oh I wish I had or I wish I did and for me I need to face those those things of the past we all do I mean I think that's why all of us are in well, not all of us but a lot of us are in therapy to 
really sit down with ourselves and think what happened to me in the past that made it that makes it so hard for me to move forward and I know a lot of what we're saying is just like just do it but it's not as easy as just doing it because we have these traumas and trauma as you guys know is really hard to get through um but working on what the past has done and facing it, looking it in the in the, the eyes, realizing what it is, you know, accepting what happened and all those things, all those different steps you have to take, I think would make whatever it is you are doing in your life now, make you just want to like propel. So yeah, you gotta deal with your past. That's probably like, I think that's like the answer for everything, honestly, when it comes to where we are and where we want to be in life is taking a look at what's happened because we can't really move forward if we're hurt by something that some of us don't even remember, you know? So I think that's, that's really important. And I just wanted to acknowledge that, like, you know, not everything is just like, just do it. We're not Nike. Is it Nike that said, just do it? Yeah, it's Nike. Yeah, Nike. just do it. Because it's, it's it's a lot. If it was that easy, then I think most of this would be, you know, where we are. But we really have to face our past, as scary as it is. I think before uh, Gabe mentioned this in one of our past uh, podcasts where he, he mentioned, like, time isn't, like, linear. It's, like, circular. So us talking about the past now is just, like, there's a reason our past keeps coming up with whatever we try to do. It doesn't matter what aspect of life we're talking about. Something about our past affects what we do now and our future. Because uh, they say if you don't learn from your past, you're, you're deemed to redo it again. Nothing that we do now is new. Technology is probably the only thing, but it still comes from something that's happened in the past. Hair, fashion, politics everything has been done at least once before (laughs) like looking in the history books this might not be exactly the same but it's the same the more things seem to change the more they say this to stay the same so it's just like once we figure out the lesson I feel like of the past not necessarily just deal with it what lesson are we supposed to learn from that to bring to now or to the future to help us deal with it and sometimes I don't, uh, the procrastination, I think, uh, is not always necessarily excuses. Sometimes it, they are legitimate things we do need to think about, but I think we put a pause on it so long it turns into procrastination. So that's my little. Mm-hmm. Gabe, last word before I close off. Yep. Yeah, um. I'll just piggyback off of what Robin was saying. I'll kind of relate it back to like the development of wine. So wine, you know, grapes develop over time, but fruit, not so much. You know, if you put bananas on the um, counter and let them develop over a long period of time, they go past their peak. You know what I mean? So um, these analogies, and like you said, Robin, not everything is uh, one way or the other, but Ultimately, I think we, we're kind of getting at procrastination being something that we need to learn how to manage 
Um, however you end up doing it is something that we ultimately need to face. And rather than making it an enemy, making it something that, you know, forces us to look in the mirror, forces us to make changes, deal with stress, manage stress, but um, ultimately move forward. And uh, like Kelly said, using the past to kind of um, propel us forward, working with the past to <clears throat> basically help us work with our future. So. Rachel, do you have anything to say? I mean, honestly, it's really just boils down to healing. I think that's part of it, like healing. And healing is different for everyone. But when you're able to heal, and like you always say, one thing I, I've always been playing over and over from the one time you said it is that failure is our first attempt in learning. So when we start to change our mindset, it changes the way that we approach things. We approach it differently when we look at it differently. Um, and that's something I'm still learning myself, but I've learned that when you approach it with a different mindset, um, you start to lean less to putting it off and start finding other ways to maneuver through whatever it is and maneuver through your challenges so that you can get to that one goal that you're working towards. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Robin, I'm going to ask you to um, give us our information. And I just want to let everybody know that we do miss Paris and we do miss uh, Danielle, but she's studying and Paris is busy on what he's doing. So they'll be back on. Um, I agree with pretty much. I think we all touch different aspect of it. But what I also is may not be so much about procrastination, but just something that I'm hearing in my spirit when Kelly was talking about the past and the trauma of the past and healing, as well as everybody saying there's some things in the past that we always hear, yeah, just do it and let it go. There's nothing wrong in going back to the past, I think. And there's nothing wrong in going back to its originality or the original of something. And it just remind me just the aspect of, um, <clears throat> you know, um, yesterday someone asked me to speak on their platform and this is what the Lord had dropped in my spirit about. Simon uh, Peter, when he was with Jesus at the Last Supper, and, you know, um, I won't go through the whole sermon, but basically to sum it up in two minutes is this. He was with Jesus, <clears throat> but he was distracted. He was distracted because he called him twice to get his attention. But the key thing that I love about it, um, you know, he took time to identify what was going on. He says, the devil has desired. So he told him who his enemy was. He also told him the plan of the enemy, his desire to sift you as wheat, which means to separate you, to take you through a process, to separate you from you and to process this thing through. He says, but I've prayed for you. So he gave him uh, the conjunction, but to tell him that something better is going to come. So he wanted him to understand the past understand the middle, the ugly middle, and also understand the future. Because in order to get to the future, um, you know, at that point, he had already changed his name to Peter, which represent the rock upon this rock, I'll build my church. And we understand that Christ was talking about himself and the church and the churches to come because he had to leave the earth first before the church could be in existence, so to speak. But what the key thing that we tend to miss in that scripture is that he said, Simon, Simon, he didn't call him Peter. He didn't say, Peter, Peter, the devil has desired to sift you as we, he says, Simon, Simon, and the Hebrew translation of Simon in its original form, which Simon is his original name. 
And the Hebrew translation of Simon is this. It means to hear and to listen. And we know that the word hearing means the power to perceive a sound. And listening means the ability to understand and pay attention to the sound. So he had to speak to him about something concerning the future, the Peter, the rock, the church, the faith, the test and the trial. But in order to get him there, he had to go back to his past. He had to go back to his original. So sometimes in order to get to the future, we have to tap into the past. I know they say a lot of things. How can you, you know, move towards the future if you're looking in the review? But there is something about our original beginning that connects to our ugly middle that has to push us to our future. So I just wanted to share that with anyone that's listening on today. So, um, hey, get the help if you need the help. I'm all for therapy. <laughs> I'm all for counseling. I'm all for coaching. I'm all for mentoring. I'm all for meditation. I'm here for it all. Because at the end of the day, the goal is to maximize your potential. Be who you're called to be. Live your purpose. And yes, we say it, excuses, excuses, but some of our excuses are legitimate reasons, right? Um, so whatever it is that you're dealing with, get the help in order to move from where you are to where you're supposed to be. And sometimes if you have to tap into the past, tap in, but just don't stay there. All right. So thank you all for listening. Robin, take us home. All right. Thank you guys so much once again for tuning in and continuing to support us. Um, as you know, you can contact us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all at Jen's XYZ Podcast. You can email us at Jen's XYZ Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can leave us a voice note uh, on anchor.fm. Um, Am I missing anything? Oh, I think that's all our social medias. And if you do want to uh, support us, you can always donate as well um, through Anchor. Uh, you will have a link in there with this podcast as well. Um, if you want to be a part of our episodes at all, just let us know uh, with your voice note or with one of your messages. We can always add your stories in um, with what you tell us and we can go from there. Uh, one last thing, if there's a topic you want us to talk about, let us know. We want you guys to be a part of this as well. So thanks again for listening. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening.